0: Live from Toronto Taste 2015, here are Paige Chen and Zane Kaplanski on News Talk 1010.
1: Paige hey Chen! Zane Kaplanski, we, we are live tonight from <laughs> <laughs> Toronto Taste down at Chorus Key. And uh, we are here from 7 to 9 p.m. tonight. So it's sort of a special extended show.
2: This is the most exciting place to be in the food world in Toronto right now. This is the best food, the best people. I'm so excited being here. This is a blast.
1: You know, it's a lot of fun, and uh, we've been promoting this for a couple of weeks because, of course, News Talk 1010 is a proud sponsor of uh, Toronto Taste. And there's a lot of people out here tonight who are here to have a great time and eat some of the best food in the city because the great thing about an event like this is that uh, over 50 of the city's hottest chefs are here uh serving up different bites of food but the m- more important mean, cause that, well does that mean i'm
2: not one of the 50 hottest because i'm not serving here tonight well, wh- you're, what's my excuse you
1: are number 51 and so <laughs> you got to work tonight you got to be All here right. at work All and you right. also you know think about it you're in a better position because you got to go around and you got to sample the you food have, Yeah, are so right. right
2: and you're saying for a great cause And you're absolutely right yeah we're here in support of second harvest this
1: is the 25th
2: anniversary, mazel tov. We say silver anniversary for silver for second harvest. These people do great food. You know, do do great work. They take food that would have otherwise gone to waste, mm-hmm. and then repurpose it for people who need it. And they they serve thousands and thousands of people in the toronto area and it's a cause that i love to support
1: you know it's really quite amazing the work that second harvest does and uh you know we've both been talking about the great work that they do on our own show so you of course are uh saturday mornings at 11 yes ma'am and i'm typically on at uh sundays at eight o'clock and i've been letting people know that this weekend we have sort of an extra extended show and um
2: the- I'm so happy to be here together, by the way. This is the first time you and I have broadcast. You've had me on your show, which is yeah. so kind of you, talking about food trucks. But to be here with you. It's a real pleasure. I want to say thank you.
1: Well, thank you. It's nice because last year I did the show on my own, so it's really nice to have a sidekick. You know what? Well, you can keep talking. I'll just sip some uh, wine or something like that. You're here so that I can have little breaks. Oh, uh, you kidding. But uh, we've been talking about the work that Second Harvest does, and for people who aren't really familiar uh, with the work that they do, as you mentioned, um, they like to say that they rescue food. So oh, they good, take yes. Food that like perishable food that doesn't have a shelf life and, and needs to go somewhere very quickly, and they distribute it to various um, community organizations, charities, um, breakfast programs for kids. uh, And, uh, you know, that way the food doesn't go to waste. What astounded me during the interviews that I've been doing in the weeks leading up to this is that Canadians, do you know how much food Canadians throw away in a year? Like in in dollars. Tell me. Can you take a guess? So all of Canada in dollars in one year. Yeah, in one year, Canadians throw away X dollars worth of food. Like per person? No, uh, as a whole, of the country. I would say uh, $14 million. $31 billion.
2: What? $31 billion we throw away in food. Yeah. Isn't that, that's disgusting. That is, that is, you know, the, the, uh, it's what we call first world problems. Yeah. This is the epitome of a first world problem. Because we
1: actually have that food to throw away. That's right. That's right. So what Second Harvest tries to do is they try to redirect as much of that food as possible by picking it up from restaurants, grocers, maybe events, for example. So yeah. let's say you're having your company's having a big event that's catered and there's going to be a lot of food left over. They take that food as quickly as they can, uh, pick it up. Deliver it so that someone uh, who experiences hunger can have a good meal. And there are a lot of ways to uh, help out Second Harvest and donate. So if you couldn't be here tonight, you know, that's okay. We're going to try to bring you some of the energy and the excitement from the event from Toronto Taste. But you can do a lot of Rob's great things. Rob Gentili right
2: there from Buca. Rob Gentili, there he is.
1: <laughs> trying to spotting. hide him, yes. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, great faces here tonight. But, you know, people can volunteer if they can help out because, of course, a charity like this, Relies heavily not just on people to donate, you know, food and money, but if you don't have, you can volunteer hours, you know, and help out. So we're going to find out a lot more about what uh, Second Harvest does tonight. And, um, throughout the evening, we've got some really fun guests lined up. I'm so excited. You have
2: absolutely brought together an all star (laughs) lineup. I'm just showing up, but look at this.
1: Right in the flesh. We've got Roger Mooking who's going to come Mooking. up after the uh, commercial break. So excited to have Roger Mooking So coming here. up tonight, because this event brings together so many great people in the food community. So who's who. It, is, it absolutely is. So we have, you know, celebrity chefs like Roger Mooking. We've got Bob Bloomer. We have John Petucci from yeah. You Gotta Eat Here. Um, you anywhere? You got, well, here, I think. Here's a pretty good place to start eating, I think, down here at Chorus Key. So, uh, this is, uh, Pei Chen and Zane Kaplanski. We're doing a special yes, live broadcast from Toronto Taste down at Chorus Key this evening until 9 p.m. Um, you can text us if you like. We have the, uh, we have a little computer set up so we can read your text at 71010. If you have anything you want to, um, to say to Zane and I. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but keep it, well, I guess we, we can decide if we're going to read it or not, right? Yeah.
1: But you can also, you know what, Roger Mooking is going to be up next if you've got anything you want to ask. Uh, Roger. From Chop
2: Canada. He's got yes. his restaurant at the airport, Twist. Roger, Roger just hit, and he's got his own show as well.
3: Uh, he's done quite a few uh, things. Roger's
2: amazing. He's, he's quite, a busy one of my guy. heroes in the industry. I wouldn't have my restaurant in the airport if it wasn't for Roger Mooking. Really? Truth How did fact. that happen? Roger called me up and he, he was being, he was consulting to HMS Host, yep. who's the company that we deal with at the airport. And he said, I want you on the team. We've got Suser Lee, we've got Lynn Crawford, himself. He said, I, and, and Mohamed Fakie from Paramount, I want Zinka Plancy on my team. I'm like, oh, my God. That it's is like,
1: very kind of that Roger. Is, Roger did you, that for me. You
2: owe him a lot. Are you kidding? Does he
1: get a cut of the sales? Everything.
2: He's a cut <laughs> of everything. Rod, gonna... Whatever Roger wants, Roger gets. Well,
1: that is. Uh, and my undying love documented. and support and respect. That's right. You know what? That's really nice. And I think that's the other great thing about an event like this. No, is... the answer
2: is he doesn't. He doesn't get anything for it. <laughs> he gets doesn't... a good warm feeling in his heart. Is that all? That's it. That warm feeling doesn't buy I a new It's smoke, car. Plus smoke, meat, and canishes. He gets all the canishes he wants. Oh. <laughs> canishes for life! Right
1: there! Canishes for life. All you can eat canishes. <laughs> that's going to satisfy you. <laughs> There's really nothing better I, that I could think of. No, I don't know. <laughs> but a it's a right? pretty good deal, I have nice. to say. Um, so you guys have that in common, right? Both having a restaurant at the airport.
2: Yes, yes, and uh, and we're both uh, award-winning musicians. That's not true. <laughs> I'm not an award-winning musician. But <laughs> you, Roger you printed
1: is. off an award he's, from the internet. That's right.
2: He's, he's multi-talented. I'm, I'm mono-talented.
1: <laughs> what would that talent be?
2: Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. Actually, I talk a good game. Is that Franco Prevadello
1: over there? Did I just miss Franco Prevadello? Who would? Uh, you're just shouting out names to people. I'm making shit up.
2: That's, that's all I'm doing.
1: Well, and you did think that you could swear, but not really. <laughs> no, I can't really. Okay,
2: okay, well, that was, that was the one, and really we let that pass.
1: So <laughs> Zane is here with the me. It, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know what? It's going to be a fun night. Oh, it's
2: going to be a fun night. I brought you a beer. I, you did, but i i 'm sticking to Pellegrino because I say dumb things when I drink and, I, and or not or I, I guess it doesn 't even require alcohol for me. I just say dumb things
1: do you have a favorite from tonight that you 've sampled
2: you know i 've got a bunch of favorites uh, yeah. uh, truly you know the, the well in reverse order the lemon posse that that you were just snacking on from uh, Richmond. Richmond station yes. oh my God that was a really nice
1: dessert, and I was kind of surprised uh, that they were doing dessert tonight, but it was Gorgeous. really, really lovely next
2: door from cheese boutique there was the uh, Pair with blue cheese, uh, nougat, and uh, hazelnuts. Gorgeous, simple. Let the ingredients speak for themselves. Don't work too hard. Same thing from uh, Jacobs & Co. A 6 month age shaved um, rib steak. Wow, that on, sounds great. Yeah, Danny, Chef Danny's got this. Uh, his popovers. You ever go to Jacobs? I've, you know what? I've never been to Jacobs. Oh, I have to take you to Jacobs. And and uh, after the plug I just gave him. Yeah, You better get something. I'm just kidding. His, <laughs> his it is spectacular. He, he is, uh, he is just killing it. I'm a huge fan of Danny's and his popovers that give you to take home after every meal. This is what they're doing here tonight. Whoa. Uh, Borealia, the smoked mussels. So you know Boom. what,
1: we know what I think is really cool about Borealia is, um, they're a fairly new restaurant, less than a year, yes. open up on Ossington, just That's north right. of Queen. And what they're doing is like, kind of like, uh, taking, a taste through Canadian history. That's right. So all the food that they do has some sort of historical connection and relevance right. in Canadian history. And it's really quite cool. Like, you know, Super pigeon cool. pie and things that, you know, reflect uh, the Maritimes all the way up to the Bittier. West Coast. That's right. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's well composed. It's accessible. Sometimes if you get a little bit too academic with food, people can't connect to it. Their food is great. I have Evelyn on my show. And they really are making great food in a Canadian context. And I, I, I wish them well. I, I'm, I'm really impressed with what they do.
1: So for people who, uh, you know, aren't able to be down here at Toronto Taste tonight, I uh, hope you'll keep tuning in. Zane and I are live until 9 p.m. Um, they broadcasting put us live. On de-
2: they should put us on a delay, though, no? So they can. <laughs> there,
1: there probably is. Ah, whatever. Hey, good, really? You know what? This is <laughs> a great thing about live, right, is you just never know what's going to happen. Dumb, and I did. i spe- Zane's going to say. I did specifically say to uh, Bob Bloomer and to John Cattucci, yes. who are coming up in the second hour. I did say to them, I said, just I said, go have fun. Don't drink too drink much heavily. before you come on right. the show because it's going to be a problem. Because well, I'm, Emma Ellen Waverman, Emma Wavering, right
2: here. A lot of great a people here doctor, tonight. mommy
1: <laughs> We're actually going to take a quick break here on In Depth Radio Fantastic. News Talk 1010. You're listening to Pay Chen and Zane Kapl- uh, Kaplanski broadcasting live from Toronto Taste. <laughs>
0: Is in depth radio live from Toronto Taste 2015 for Second Harvest with hosts Pei Chen and Zane Kaplanski on News Talk 1010.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us yes. tonight. We are live until 9 p.m. from Toronto Taste down at Chorus Key. And uh, our first guest <laughs> of the evening, we have one of my absolute favorites. Starting strong. <laughs> we are starting strong. And it's just it all downhill from here. <laughs> <me. laughs> <laughs> We're going to be consistent all the way through. <laughs> well, we've got Roger Mooking, of course, chef, musician. Yes. and And also restaurant owner. Congratulations. Because yes. you've got Twist by Roger Mooking down Thank at uh, Pearson you. Airport. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to keep up with Zane.
4: Oh, whatever. Well,
2: I. You're a jet setter, man. I aspire to be in your league.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Roger, a lot of people, of course, know you from the different food shows that you've done and also your music yeah. as well. So that's a big part of your background. And you've been a supporter of Second Harvest for a long time.
4: Yeah, many years. I think this is now my fourth year uh, co-hosting and being part and ambassador. As A couple years now, I was officially the ambassador. Um, it's amazing, you know, like they... S- help skillions of people and serve skillions that's a great of cause food.
2: and a huge easy win-win you know somebody has food somebody needs food and they fill that gap
4: yeah it's compelling it really it is really is easy and, absolutely you
1: know and I ask this of a lot of um, the chefs who are involved in charitable organizations because you get asked to be a part of a lot of things tons, tons a tons lot and of times. and they're all great causes it's it's you know, you can't say that one is better than the other, but um, what is it about Second Harvest and Toronto Taste that, you know, has you signed up for, you know, a couple of years ago.
4: Uh, well, for me, it's a natural fit. You know, I do stuff internationally with another charity, but for Second Harvest, you know, a lot of stuff happens internationally, but stuff happens very much the same things that you see on TV and commercials in Africa. Yeah. That stuff is happening in your back door. Right, and so Second Harvest really works to, to, to develop the needs of that community, and they do a great job of it. Uh, salvaging food, you know, one of my pet peeves going through restaurants over the years is seeing food go through the garbage. So, this is a way for me to kind of claw back some of yeah. <laughs> the pain and suffering that's happened over the years. Right? It's, it's well, amazing. And,
2: and as an industry, food and hunger go really well together because this is our livelihoods, and when we can give back to the community, and exactly what Roger's saying. It really not only helps us feel good, but we do active, actively help make the uh, the city a better place.
1: And I think people are familiar with the, um, or, you know, you've probably seen one of the second harvest trucks driving some sure, point around the, the GTA. Tar. But people don't always know what's inside it, right? No, they I've don't know on, where I've it is and what's, what's, so you've been?
4: I've been on a run. I spent a day out with the wow. truck a couple of times. It's a, it really is incredible. You what's know? that like? We'll pull up to the uh, back of a major retail grocery chain and load up like skids and skids of, of meat wow. or produce. And it goes I saw it happen the very day. We pulled it off the skid, it went into the truck. An hour later it was being served at a food bank. Wow. wow. But you know it's good it's to amazing. know that
1: um, because you, you wonder too like how much food gets thrown out because, you know, maybe it's it's you know two days before it's like best before date or the bananas are too bruised. You can't sell them, right? So it's. Or they're, it's, or
4: like they have the wrong sticker on them. Yeah. You know, so that it gets rejected at, at receiving. So it goes in and uh, fortunate for that because it comes to us. You know, it's really amazing.
1: And one of the things that, um, I learned, you know, in, uh, talking to people from Second Harvest as we were preparing for this event is the, the types of organizations that they help out. So obviously you're thinking, well, it's donated food. They're going to feed. The homeless but a lot of the people um, that they feed are just you know sort of on that brink of not being able to have a lot of work work. yeah yeah, who don't who can't you know have three meals a day or who can't feed their kids before they go to school so a lot of the food that gets donated goes for example to breakfast programs it goes to feed kids so these could be the kids that sit next to your child in school
4: after school programs you know we stopped off at a Kiwanis and uh, the kids are coming from school. They're waiting for the parents to come home. So they go there. They don't have a meal. So they eat a meal. They play some table tennis. They do some homework. And then they go up the street. A bus meets them there. And they get shuttled to their house. So it really is a community-generating uh, uh, organization. It's, it's incredible, man.
2: Now, this summer, you're going It's season three or season four of Chop Canada?
5: Uh, I don't remember.
1: (laughs) Three. Season three. Season three. (laughs) three,
5: There
4: There you go. Are you you excited about this? It's a fun show. Yo, Chopped is a lot of fun, man. You know, it's amazing. It never ceases to amaze me. The amount of people who are willing to put their heads out on the line. Yes, for sure. It's such a difficult competition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's good bragging rights when you say you won. And 10000 bucks. is pretty compelling, you know.
1: You know what I like about the show is that a lot of times um, the big food shows focus on the chef of a restaurant yeah, and it's yeah, great because yeah. it's less, right. like the cooks or the sioux cooks yeah, or you know somebody yeah. who's just Absolutely. up and coming and yeah, has some yeah. skill and talent and aspiring to you know uh, move up in the in the hospitality world it gives them a chance to really prove Yo, no, it's not no. i've True. seen a
4: couple chefs on the judges panel offer up jobs to people is coming, that right coming off really? that yeah no job that's really times. cool yeah, awesome. what
1: is the most memorable thing you ate while being a judge on chopped canada uh,
4: there's a female chef from vancouver she made this fritter as a dessert course, this fritter with chocolate sauce and spun chocolate caramel. And oh, my God, it was so delicious. I wow. promise when I go on that show, I eat one bite of everything. <laughs> it's so much food by the end of the day. I, I, I lick that plate.
2: <laughs> and uh, tonight, is there something that's been standing out in your mind that you, you ate here at Toronto Taste? It's... Yeah, there's this
4: really great uh, fried chicken with crispy beans. Yes, you I know? tried, Yes.
2: <laughs> It's I love that. from this place called Twist Twist. I've been there at the Mookie. airport. It's really that good. One is good. That one is good. I, I was that. literally breathing fire. You can ask your wife. I, I <laughs> put it in my mouth. I was like, oh, my God,
4: it's so good. There's a lineup of that one. It's pretty yes. good.
2: Yeah.
1: That's pretty. Uh, what about promote, second favorite, promote,
4: promote. Is there a second favorite, Roger, from uh, Toronto no, Taste? No, you know, there's a lot, man. I just had. There's uh, nothing. Nothing else. Mark That's McEwen it. has this yes. awesome taco down there. does.
1: Mark McEwen told me himself last week that it was going to be a favorite tonight. So you've got yes. some competition.
4: Yeah, no, no, it was, really, <laughs> it was really, really tasty. Super flavorful, man. It was good. But and see, there's a brisket, brisket over there. It's like a four Lo- day cooked brisket. Los Calibros? Yeah, Los yeah, right,
2: Calibros. And that's amazing, too. Oh, and and uh, what's really nice to see is, though, that Roger is here, literally standing behind his food. Marcus here, literally standing behind his food. You've got the best chefs, Rob Gentili, literally standing behind his food. Brad Long, you've seen the best of the best here in Toronto. <laughs> Talking to people who are eating their food. It's such a joy to be here. It really is. Well,
4: it's great to get that hands-on connection like that because often you're trapped in the kitchen yeah, for sure, in a meeting or like all over the place, you know? So uh, it's amazing to get it face-to-face with the customer. They're trying it. It's hot straight out. So it's awesome.
2: My greatest pleasure is watching people eat my food. It really does make uh, it gives me yeah. hot, hot cockles. <laughs> That's it. one's warms the cockles in my heart. Right Can there. we serve
1: those sometime? Hot, yes. hot, hot cockles?
2: At the, at the barbecue place at Badge, we'll serve the cockles.
1: <laughs> mm, I want to have some of Zane Koplansky's hot. Hot, cockles. hot, cockle. It's going to be a new, new food trend.
2: That's it. That's right. That's for next right. year. Oh my
1: God. No, it's true that you don't. You don't always get to interact with people, right? When you're making the food or doing the rounds of promoting the restaurant you know to awesome. get you know what's awesome people too in. Is that, like, we
4: don't get to see each other as chefs and That's restaurants true. throughout That's the year. So this is one of those times where you get to see everybody. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Such a wonderful Boom, you living. touch down and then you're out because you don't see anybody. Everybody's working so much. You know? Yeah. So it's awesome. And it's
2: a joy. Like I turned around and Roger was there. I just want to give him a big hug. And John Cattucci and Bob Bloomer and John Higgins. All these great people who I love and admire. And Roger's right we don't get to see each other that much
4: not at all it's Roger was kind
2: enough to come on my show and my first guest on the show and I really appreciate your supporting me that way it's really uh... it's a blessing dog thank
4: you
1: Roger I don't know if you heard uh, a few minutes ago that Zane basically credited you That's with true. his restaurant at the airport That's true. 100% so I'm not sure if you've cashed in on that at all because he clearly he owes you red hot cockles right there he owes you more than hot cockles for that
4: you know goodwill is king man you spread the you know, love and it comes back I don't want to take it
2: back. and this is and this will make Roger Mookie such a special man. You know, it's, it's that's what he what he gets is that great feeling that he has for doing something great for the city. Do how you know many people love just finding my restaurant at the airport? For sure. Yeah, it's just it's such good. a, yeah. Yeah, Tom working with you here I, I saw.
4: Yeah, Tom is yeah, here. Tom's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah brought the crew down from the airport, man. They're representing back there. They're like, "Wow, we've never done anything like this." Oh, yeah. I thought the airport was crazy, you know. It was good. The they're airport good
1: people time. are usually kind of like cranky. Cause there's, the airport, yeah, there's they're a, trapped, right?
4: <laughs> all that yeah. diesel fuel is. There's a delay, all that. <laughs> you know.
1: The flight's been canceled. They've been bumped from the It's feet a very high
2: years. energy, high stress place. This. Sure. Look at all these beautiful women. Look at all these beautiful people. It, this, everyone's having such a wonderful it's life. Duffler yeah. Rosenberg, right there from Dufflet Pastries.
4: Yep, yeah. she's
1: going to be coming up with Toronto yes. Toronto
4: Legends. In here. Well.
1: Dufflet yes. is one of the original best six the for Toronto <laughs> Taste because they are celebrating our 25th anniversary yeah. this year. Wow, and there's amazing. a couple of chefs who've been involved all the way from the very beginning. So it's really wow. quite nice Muzzle to see. Muzzle tov right there. That's amazing. That's Isn't it. not right? that incredible? So, Roger, what is your role tonight besides just looking good in a suit? Whoa. I'm a co-host.
4: I'm actually hosting the chef competition. Oh, it's yeah? like a cooking competition thing that's going down, so I'm hosting that. And I'm uh, making sure that they are uh, doing a good job of the food down at the booth.
2: And they are. They are. The food is, spe- is spectacular. Yeah,
4: it's still good. You're and
2: very we- talented on in- every level.
4: Bless your soul. This
2: uh, guy. Just,
1: Zane Kapransky. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Rodney. Look at I'm a, fan and a friend. You. I am. I do. It's because he doesn't want to give you a percentage of sales <laughs> from the He's
4: restaurant. Like, as long as he keeps me feeling good, I won't say shit. He's like, I will just
1: give lots of love and conditions. If I, if I have a child, no percentage- if I have a child,
2: here's my words. Roger Mookin-Kaplansky. That's the name of the child right there. Boom. And what a beautiful girl she will be. (laughs) <laughs> She's gonna oh, be a stutter. Son, oh, oh,
4: She's gonna be
1: great. So, Roger, what, uh, what's coming up for you the rest yes. of the year? Travels? Uh, I'm
4: shooting a show right now called Manfire Food for America. and a, playing around a lot. Those Americans. What's yeah, Manfire so Food good? about? Manfire Food is we cook open uh, anything cooked over a grill. Oh, or, sorry, a fire. So, yeah. it could be whole hog, whole pig, clam bakes, smoking cheese, you name it. So, I'm in the middle of that right now. Um, you know, chopped has been renewed, so we're banging out a bunch of new chops, Boom. so look out for that. That's really exciting. So, there's a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe this year. Just hang out, you know.
1: You've got a lot going on. Yeah, you know what I realized
4: though? What? What? I, I like that you, graveling voice when it comes out. <laughs> I bet you Richard Branson only does as much as he wants to do. I'm doing as That's- much as I gotta do. <laughs>
2: You know, I, I say yes to everything. If people say me, I see you everywhere. You no, you I say don't. yes to
4: everything. Yeah, but Roger do. has 15 children. That's true. And a gorgeous wife as well. That's not my wife. That's no. not his wife. No, that's that's <laughs> but yeah, uh, hey, I'll take it. She
1: but goes. also gorgeous. That's also true. Gorgeous. That's also true.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Roger. You. Have fun tonight.
4: Thank you. Thank you. I got to go bang, bang out this hosting thing over there. So, yeah, thanks well, for thank having me. Thank you
1: so time. much
2: for stopping by. Respect, Thank you. Yeah. Super Love great. you.
1: Love you long time. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, News no, Doctor. Yeah! <laughs> That's Roger Mooking, and we are live from Toronto Taste tonight. I'm Paige Chen with Zane Kaplansky's yes, uh, Our yes, first man. time together, which is quite nice because we both do a together. lot of food on our I shows. Never
4: and
2: Don't sing. I shouldn't sing.
1: Well, I was going to let you keep going, actually.
2: Yeah, I know. Did <laughs> you ever know that you're my... No, I Hero.
1: Didn't. I am. You can finish Hero. the thought. You can finish the thought. Absolutely. Uh, so coming up after You'll the break, back. we're going to talk to one of the chefs who's been a part of Toronto Taste and Did who's you? been supporting... Second Harvest. Are you mad that I ate your cheesecake? 25
2: years. Did you eat my cheesecake? I had some new cheesecake. You ate it? I had a bite. I blamed it on Lucas, but it was really me.
1: It's, it's fine because I can have more cheesecake. Who's coming on? Who's coming on fine. next? Dufflet is going to join us. Dufflet Rosenberg. Yeah, so after this quick break, you're listening to In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010, live from Toronto Taste.
0: You're listening to Pei Chen and Zane Kaplanski, live from Toronto Taste 2015 on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.
2: And we're back. Thanks for joining Toronto Taste tonight. I'm here with Pei Chen. We're uh, mixing and mingling with the Hoosu of the Toronto food community, the most exciting place to be in the food world in Toronto tonight, Pei.
1: It really is, and we've had the chance to sample, uh, a lot of the food. Between the two of us, we've had a lot of things. It,
2: it's kind of like, it's kind of like dim sum. It's got, it's a lot of, or like tapas. Except
1: for no one's bringing it on a cart. That's true.
2: That's true. Lots of little plates, lots of great bites, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, uh, a lot of spilling on my shirt as well. I, my dry cleaners made <laughs> me very happy after this.
1: That's good you didn't wear white. Um, That's true. so we're talking to some of the great chefs and uh, people who are participating in Toronto Taste tonight. Uh, they're celebrating their 25th Muzzles anniversary. For 25
2: years. Amazing. 20. So The money.
1: The great thing about this is that uh, for every ticket sold to Toronto Taste tonight, it it equals 500 meals. So they're yeah, they're able to rescue. Uh, food and deliver it to and equal 500 meals for every ticket that's been sold tonight, and that's to help I love that you Second know this Harvest. Stuff. I've got somebody did her homework. I just show I, up <laughs> and, I, and I make an idiot of myself. You actually names. know stuff. Yeah, oh, there you go. And uh, what's really amazing is that through those 25 years, there are there's a small group of chefs. There's six of them that they're calling the original the original six, wow. and those are six chefs who have participated in Toronto Taste to raise money for Second Harvest throughout. The 25 years, and one of them joins us right now, and that's Dufflet Rosenberg. Dufflet, thanks for taking time to join us right now. So Dufflet, of course, from Dufflet Pastries, which I think
2: I don't changed the way we eat pastry in Toronto. Really did. Yeah, what you've done, you are you are a pillar. You are an icon of the Toronto dessert scene for sure. Thank you, and I love everything you do.
1: Thank you. So Dufflet. when you were asked to participate in, you know, the first Toronto Taste 25 years ago, I'm sure you didn't think to yourself, "Oh, you know, 20, 25 years from now I'll still be doing it." But, you know, what was it what were the first few events like in the in the early days?
3: Well, the early days—the first event was at the CN Tower, which I'm sure you've heard all about. Wow. About the lineups at the elevator to try oh, no, to get I'm, out of there. I wouldn't have even thought no, about logistics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chef and then John Higgins, right there. There were some other fun times when we were uh, in the rain at the Film Centre, and we were pushing people out at the end from their cars who were all stuck in the mud. Wow. we had some really good times. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you basically they they've learned from that. I wouldn't have thought of that.
1: Uh, I would have thought CN Tower amazing. That's a great place. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so, about somebody getting else, Somebody up else and down. thought the same
2: thing, but they didn't think it through, did they?
1: Then how? Um, I guess in terms of experience and the crowd and the people that come through the event, how's that changed over the years?
3: I think that it's still the the premier food event in the city of Toronto. There Absolutely. is nowhere else you can go and eat this kind of array of fine delicious things and everybody everyone goes all out for it all the chefs all the wineries all the beer companies everybody just puts their heart it's the best of the best and
2: it's you know nobody's cheaping out nobody's just giving uh giving a second thought to it this is the best food from the best chefs in the city of toronto and i'm so proud to be here tonight with you
3: yes so defla what uh what are you serving tonight we are serving actually we're serving a birthday cake. Because Yay. it is... It's delicious, it's Perfect. Too. It yeah. is 20 years with Daniels, 25 years for Toronto Taste, and 30 years for Second Harvest, and 40 years for Dufflet Pastries. Oh, wow. wow, 40 so, years. Happy yeah. anniversary. You started Thank when you were you. 12 years old. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. 12, maybe <laughs> even 5. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: when you started Dufflet, well, 40 years ago, yeah. um, what, what was that like? Because the... I think... The pastry knowledge
3: of um, Torontonians has well, I, really
2: changed. I love the st- I love the way you began the story that you tell about being, working in the basement.
3: Yeah, working in my mother's basement, pumping out those cakes. I you love know. It. We, she, she was great to put up with us and all the commotion that was going on. Can you imagine? In there. She started
2: duffle in the basement of her mother's house.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it has to start from somewhere, right? You I start love Small, it. and then you know you this grow is to true multiple locations. Real spirit, yes. Is there like a bestseller or a favorite that you've had over the years?
3: Well, the chocolate fudge cake that we make is still the same recipe. Things have not really changed in that cake. So it is the same dufflet cake from day one. Now, how many countries are you selling your cakes into? How many Countries. Countries, okay, just just, uh, just Canada and the United States. So I thought Denmark. Last time we spoke, you we were doing
2: something in Denmark. You're doing something in, in uh, Europe, no? No. Uh, maybe I mean maybe that was a dream. Maybe
3: that's. We also make some. Yeah, because we also make candy and chocolates too. Okay, so yes, some of those are exported far away. That's pretty, like, that growth is quite amazing. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Lots of hard work. <laughs> now, what is it like when you
1: come down to the event now and you see a lot of these restaurants who are new and the chefs who are maybe a bit newer and haven't experienced an event like this? What's that like for you?
3: I I, I get to try all kinds of things that I don't get a chance to go out to, and it, it's fantastic. Do you feel a
2: sense of pride at having been here from the very beginning and see it grow day by day? The same with your business. I mean, that sense of starting in the basement and now you have... Retail outlets—you almost can't go anywhere in the city you don't see your your trademark brown and white uh, cake trays underneath cakes. I mean, that's got to give you a very compelling, as our people would say, a very warm
3: pride feeling, no? Yes, uh, and and it keeps on going too. I mean, one of the great things about this event is people have also been coming to it for 25 years, so they come to us and they remember things mm. that happened as oh, wow. well, and also they tell us about you know they bring their children and their children said, well, my you know, one woman just came by and said. My daughter started eating your cakes and she was two years old, because she's this lovely,
2: <laughs> wonderful person, adult, standing in front of me. So. I, I get so much pleasure out of that myself, seeing yeah. people grow up with my food. For me, it's only been six or seven years, yeah. but from your perspective, it must must... Just give you such a pleasure to see your fingerprints on different places and, and people around the city
3: yeah and then it's also the you made my wedding cake you made yes. my my grand you made my wedding cake you made my granddaughter's wedding wow. cake. It's like, oh my god <laughs> <Well, 'cause cake
1: laughs> 40 years desserts, there are celebration food That's you know right. for the most part right yeah. so you That's go right. and you when you order a special cake it's usually for something very memorable yeah and desserts are great every day. Well, I do not disagree with you yeah. there. <laughs> it is my favorite meal. Yeah, or my favorite Mine part too. of every uh, of every meal. Um, you know, I talked to uh, Chef Mark McEwen last week about being one of the original six uh, who take part in Toronto Taste, and you know, he was he was talking about sort of this friendly competition among everyone, especially being one of the originals. Who's been here to see the different chefs come through it? Um, do you feel the same way
3: about the friendly competition? Yeah, like, do you, are
1: you like kind of looking over your shoulder and going, "Well, let's see who's doing well"? Because I know he is.
3: Yes. <laughs> I well, I think we all have a good relationship, and I think everybody's supporting each other and Did want you, to see everyone do well. Do you know? So those are two of the six. Who
2: are the other four? Do no? you uh, know?
3: Chef John Higgins. Amazing. Rodney.
2: From Rodney's Oyster House. Yes. Yes.
3: Uh, Gelato Fresco, Heart, Melbourne. Oh wow. Yeah, he's right next to us, and everybody's lining up in front of our table to get ice cream. <laughs> yes, that's great. Well, it is good.
1: What's to say? it's decent weather. It's not, uh,
3: you
1: know, it's not well, raining.
2: And you know, we're <laughs> down here at the water. The temperature is perfect. It's a little bit gray, but but uh, hearts are bright and moods are moods are very high. And um, uh, have you tasted anything tonight, Dufflet? That that really struck you as being. Extraordinary.
3: Well, I just had Rogers fried chicken. Isn't it that good? Oh, that was yeah, good. Very, very I'm good. I'm a fried chicken girl, so. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. And um, we had the little shrimp salad thing from Scaramouche. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, that was very so nice. Yes. Yeah. Really, really good.
2: I love how people like them and people like yourself as well can keep it fresh after so many years. You know, it's not just doing it well, it's doing it well over the long haul. And it's like, you know, it's like a one-hit wonder. It's not that anybody can do that, but when you can do it for the extended period of time that Dufflet Rosenberg has, that Scaramouche has, that Mark Cuen has, and all the other original sticks that you mentioned, it really separates the great ones from the good ones. You know, and it's a real testament to all of your hard work, all of your commitment, and your passion for what you do.
3: Yeah, and and it never gets any easier. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta Thanks. have your eye on Thanks. that I keep ball. Hoping. <laughs> oh yeah, don't, don't count on it. You know,
1: um, Jeff, what I was asking uh, Roger and Mark McEwen as well is um, that you often get asked to participate in charity events because we there's did. so many great causes. We do. So how does this one, um, you know, stand out in your mind, and why did you? Why have you continued with uh, Toronto Taste and Second Harvest over 25
3: years? Well, we give to Second Harvest continuously throughout the year. And, and you know, let's say we've made a batch of something. It's not a small batch that doesn't work out. It's a big batch. And so we're very happy to find someone who can take it and feed, feed people who need it. And, you know, it happens maybe too often, but uh, it's great. And we do not like to throw anything away. And over those 25 years, have you ever repeated anything that you served at no, Toronto? No, no, no. It's always really, been uh, something original. different. Yeah. Do you have a personal
1: favorite in terms of dessert?
3: personally yeah your out, own theme, uh, yeah. Yeah, the marines, oh yeah the meringues. oh yeah the dekwaise yeah we've done them here maybe different flavors we've done them a couple times It's one of our yeah. signature desserts
2: Now if, now if Duffel Rosenberg is gonna tuck into a dessert nobody's watching nobody's looking. What's your guilty pleasure?
3: Oh oh my personal guilty <laughs> yes. pleasure oh dear milk no chocolate really? I know milk chocolate isn't cool to say that you like no. it. You have to say dark. You're making it cool, no? Yeah, but
1: milk yeah. is like it's nice and sweet, and oh, sometimes creamy, you just need that little bite, yeah.
3: satisfying. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. That's great.
1: So, Dufflet, tonight you are serving birthday cake because we're celebrating multiple anniversaries. That's which right, I didn't and realize. that's what
3: inspired us to do that, and also to do the the recipe that's in the book this year.
1: Yeah, so I didn't realize that every year they put together a recipe book, mm-hmm. um, and they give it to people that, uh, come by for the event. And of course, you know, we're broadcasting live tonight from Toronto Taste, um, Zane and I. And, you know, if you, if you are listening and you thought, wow, well, that sounds great, you can look at, ahead to purchase a ticket yes. for next year because every year it, it sells seems out. like, it sells out. Yeah, yeah, it sells out and it's a fantastic event and it's a great way to support, um, a charity. And also, um, I think it's just a really nice way to be able to, sample food from so many great Toronto restaurants and support local in that way. And meet Mm -hmm.
2: the superstars of the Toronto food scene, like Dufflett Rosenberg, and you look around and see all these great people who make Toronto a great eating city. You Mm -hmm. must have seen that as well.
3: Yes. Toronto has matured. Has changed enormously. Yeah. and It's fantastic. I have to tell you on a
2: personal note, uh, Dufflett and I were asked to judge a uh, a contest for a, a local newspaper. Uh, right oh, after that started, the chicken pot pie. Yes, I wasn't going to mention it, but but you did, <laughs> and uh, and I was so flattered and so honored to be a judge with you. Oh, well, because thank I've been you. a fan of yours for so many years. Thank you. That it was, I was a, a real tremendous honor. And even sitting here across from Duff, Le- I mean, you're a legend. You're an absolute legend. Thank and, you. And uh, and I, I can't uh, I can't tell you how much uh, the city loves eating your cake.
1: So, out of curiosity, what made the, the winning chicken pot pie stand out?
2: Well, so it's a combination of the flaky pastry and the, the
3: chicken filling. The chicken <laughs> itself. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a tough decision when we did that, yeah.
1: But you had to have the tough job of judging. And yeah. the people
2: who won still have our picture next to their chicken pot pie. <laughs> really? And they sold, yes, they sold a lot of that chicken yeah. pot pie. Where was this,
1: can we say? Uh, it
2: was it? in uh, Post City Magazine, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it was about four or five years ago. It was awesome. right after it got started, and again... Being asked to be a judge with with uh, Duffett Rosenberg, it was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Yeah, I was. You like, had
3: to bring was, your A game, Zane.
2: Oh, totally! <laughs> yeah. The queen of pastry, right here.
3: So I've been posting the uh, original recipes that we've done because I have all the books from every year. Wow! I put them out on Instagram, so on Facebook, so and I also follow you on on Instagram. You're oh, fantastic thanks. postings. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you great. follow me, Javier. Turning back to you, follow me. Okay. Well, uh,
1: no problem. You don't even have to pay me. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? There's a lot of generosity tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dufflet. Really okay. you appreciate your Dufflet. time. So That's Dufflet cheer. Rosenberg from Dufflet Pastries. I'm Pei Chen with Zane Kaplansky. Yes, we are broadcasting live from Toronto Taste tonight until 9 p.m., so Loving stick around. Us. And of course, you can text us if you like at 71010. Uh, we are reading your text throughout the evening and it makes us feel less lonely. Zane and I sitting next to each other
0: you're listening to page 10 and zane kaplanski live from toronto taste 2015 on in-depth radio news talk 1010
1: Thanks for tuning in tonight. I'm Paige Chen. Normally on Sunday nights from 8 until 9 p.m. But tonight I am with Zane Kaplanski from Toronto Taste down yes, at Key. And we are broadcasting live together until 9 p.m. Yes, ma'am. And we've been talking about Toronto Taste for a couple of weeks now because uh, Talk 1010 is a sponsor of the event. And we've been promoting it as a really fantastic food event, one where people, uh, they purchase a ticket, they can come down, they can try food from over 50 of Toronto's top restaurants, meet some of the great chefs, Um, but ultimately the reason why people come to this event and the reason why they're here is to raise money for second harvest which is an organization that um, I'm really Incredible proud to have in the city and yes. I think more people I think when people hear about what second harvest does if they if they didn't know before they're really quite amazed that such an organization exists and that they're able to do the work that they do so joining us right now is Deborah Lawson executive director for second harvest um, Deborah congratulations
6: 25 years of Toronto taste amazing well, this is our silver anniversary so, I'm really glad that both of you are decked out in uh, lame silver from the 70s. And if, if, if anybody could actually see it, I, I, let me describe I have silver it for socks you. On, yes, let me describe it for you. It's quite it's quite discreet. it's very exciting. <laughs> we reflect a lot of light, don't we? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, Deborah, um,
1: what's really impressive for me is that uh, for every ticket sold to the event tonight, that equals 500 meals. How awesome is that? So, for every dollar, Um, We provide two meals. Wow. That math is pretty astounding. The math
6: gets even more impressive when you realize that for 25 years we've been doing this and we've fed over 100 million meals.
2: 100 million meals. Say it again. 100... Million meals—that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Twenty-five years, hundred million meals. Right. What a great thing you do. Thank you.
6: Well, you know, it, I mean, it's not me. It's—it's it's it's all the of city this is, and all of your volunteers. Does. Absolutely. And and when I see, you know, what's so exciting is this—the 25th year. I think people have really come together and said, "Oh my gosh, you know what? Um, it's we're we have to do this. We're committed. We're we are we are responsible for." Helping people experiencing hunger, and this is how it happens, right here, right now.
1: And one number that really stood out to me when I was um, speaking with Tanya from Second Harvest yes. was that when when she told me that Canadians throw waste, out and 31, waste... Yeah. $31
6: billion a year in food. That That's shocks me because figure.
1: I think what's um, really... Uh, what stands out for me is the fact that there we have $31 billion of food to waste, and most people don't notice that change in their lives. And most of us who can afford groceries, we don't think about that as, it's like, well, you know, that went bad, and I've, I've got to throw it out. But yet, yeah, at the same time, there are so many people that are going hungry and um, aren't getting the proper food that they need. And that's sort of where you come in.
6: That's absolutely right. So actually, um, out of that $31 billion, 51% comes from household waste, which means We buy too much food. Mm. So I always like to say it as you know, when you go into a beautiful grocery store and you see beautiful tomatoes and you say, I'm going to buy those tomatoes. And and they're so gorgeous and they're so ready. And then two days later, when you walk back into the grocery store, the same looks like the same tomatoes are there, whether or not. We've become so accustomed to buying the best. And we want the freshest. And so, what happens? Where did those other tomatoes go? Right. And uh, hopefully, they go to us, which is second harvest. And we're a food rescue organization, and that's what we do. We rescue food that would otherwise have been thrown away, and it is perfectly good food. It is, and of course, we concentrate on nutrient dense food. We concentrate on on food that is healthy, that will build strong bodies, strong minds for children, um, and and many of the other you know. Population sectors that we deliver to over the, over the 217 agencies.
2: No, Deborah. Now Roger was here and he went on oh, a ride along. Roger. Roger Mookin's amazing. Oh my God, I went that day. What a, did you really? <laughs> yeah. So he was describing to us picking up pallets of food of meat and produce from grocery stores. So you process that as well? You you take well, it in.
6: How, how we, do you get that to? Well, process is not is not the right word for us. What we do is, you know, a donor calls us and says we have x amount you know 10,000 20,000 50 pounds whatever it is of food can you pick it up well at 50 pounds it becomes a little impossible because we have eight trucks running i say nine days a week because we have two routes on the weekends because right. um even though the you know we have agencies that still need to be fed on the weekends Absolutely. And, and so so um that was such an amazing day with roger because Roger obviously is so committed to the cause, but when he actually went out with us on the trucks, um, I think a really great moment, if I can describe it, was the Boys and Girls Club. And uh, we um, we provided this one place, uh, 400 kids, with their first meal of the day at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Chicken Chicken, rice, vegetables, yogurt, fruit. and. What was so amazing... That because, should not have been their first meal of the day at four o'clock. And in, the in a city like ours, we didn't want to say that, right? Well, in a city as rich as ours, Ex- absolutely. So um, it was uh, Roger just sort of, you know, it was it was the first day, but to see these kids run out too, because it's not like they look at Second Harvest and they go, "Oh my God, everybody," you know, there's stigma. They actually go, "Oh my God, Second Harvest, we get to eat." Yeah. And once we eat, we get to do our gymnastics or programs or whatever. It's fantastic.
1: I think there's um, maybe a misconception of the type of agencies that you deal with as well because people think, oh, well, you're taking food and you're, it's all going to a certain group of people, but it's not. You're no. feeding a
6: lot of different people. So what we're really doing is is uh, um, we like to use the ter- term uh, people who are food insecure. Mm. And what does that move, mean? Food insecurity is about uh, at that particular time in your life, you were not able to purchase food that... You might have been able to purchase a certain time. Yes, we think of agencies where there are homeless people. We think of agencies that have, you know, have abused women. We think of agencies that have uh, children that don't have enough food. But the reality is, food insecurity can happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, you and I could lose our job in a minute. Mm-hmm. And in a minute, it goes to three months, and we may be food insecure, so we have not the ability to buy the food, the good food that we need for our families. And so you don't see a lot of those food insecure people in the statistics.
1: Um, I want to tell our listeners different ways that they can help out because, you know, it's really great that we are here at uh, Toronto Taste and that this is a great event for everyone to take part in, but it is once a year. This is your big fundraiser. But, you know, there are ways that they can donate tonight and going forward even if, if they don't have money they can donate time uh, if they are perhaps work in a company or an organization that has food
6: what i learned about recently was your um hunger squad yes so tell us what that is oh my god hunger squads are great so as i said um when you when you have eight trucks running the roads 10 days a week or whatever it is now i'm exaggerating mm-hmm. but it's true um we also have the smaller places that say okay we've got 50 pounds of food what can we do with it? And 50 pounds of food can be amazing. It can so, feed a lot of people. So I can call, you know, you up saying, oh my gosh, you know what, I, I can tell you where the nearest agencies are. And so you actually will, we provide refrigerated bags and we connect people to picking up from that restaurant, delivering to that agency and making sure they get that food. So that's so great. Smart. So it's,
1: it's basically volunteers on foot. So it could be you or I. Uh, anyone, hunger squads. Yeah, anyone who's They're listening. They're Anyone who's listening who has a little bit of time to volunteer, um, who Wants to connect with second harvest and you can be that person who you know could pick up maybe a few pounds of food left over let's yes. say from a catering event yes. um you know a big function some, or some we're sort. not
6: going to send a truck down into the middle yeah of it's too hard you know, right? especially now with the parking tickets no, what are, what are, what <laughs> which are is a good need? thing by the way <laughs>
2: what does second harvest need right now for our listeners
6: Oh my gosh, we need, we need uh, food donors, we need financial donors, and we need volunteers. We always do. And how do people
2: get in touch with, with Second Harvest?
6: Uh, secondharvest.ca. Perfect. It's really easy. If you look at tonight, we have over 400 volunteers.
1: So everyone that's running around picking up the dirty glasses and plates have volunteered their time for the evening?
6: Absolutely. And last year we had 12,000 volunteer hours. We're only a staff of 31 and that includes drivers. So the 400 volunteers tonight, are making sure that the guests are having a great experience, the chefs are having a great experience, that everything is being handled and managed. And that is the way we're going to raise over $730,000 tonight. $730,000. Stop it. Tonight. It's tonight. tonight. Amazing. <laughs> and so what is that? So if we 1.4 million meals. Wow. Fantastic. Well, Zane, those, you're such a great supporter. Well,
2: I love Second Harvest, and I and I love supporting however I can. All of those high school students who have to volunteer places,
6: Second Harvest is
2: somewhere that they can come and volunteer.
6: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, but it, it's really, you know, I I think that it's it gets harder and harder because we're a perishable we're we're right. a perishable food rescue organization. So it's um, we don't always need the number of, of volunteers at the office that people think we do. Right. We need them at places like this. Help us raise money help us educate how you know it's 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 not it's not you know we're we're a unique model in in many ways in that we're a logistics company we pick up the food we we try to get it out between 24 to 48 hours later and so it has to be handled well there has to be food safety around it and you know the next thing you know It's the next day. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, it's great. So if people want to find out more, they can uh, go onto your website, secondharvest.ca. Can I just mention
6: something really wonderful that happened to us recently? Please. Um, So we pick up about seven, at this point, seven and a half million pounds of, of, of food a year. Um wonderful food. We rescue it and we deliver it. And, uh, um, the, uh, we have, uh, the potato farmers from PEI who have committed to donating 2.4 million pounds of potatoes a year. Wow. That's wonderful. Fantastic. That's
1: great news. Well, thank Love you so guys. much, Deborah. Thank, thank you. are the best. Happy anniversary.
6: Thank you for coming by. Thank you, guys. No, thank you. Couldn't do
1: it without you. We're broadcasting live from Toronto Taste down at Corus Key. We'll be back right after this.
0: culinary event of the year continues. We're live from Toronto Taste 2015 with Paige Chen and Zane Kaplanski on News Talk 1010.
1: Good evening and welcome to the show. This is the time when I am usually on uh, from 8 until 9 p.m. on Sunday evenings. But tonight I have Zane Kaplanski co-hosting with me. Boom! Boom, here he is. And we've been here uh, since 7 p.m. We are down at Toronto Taste which is a fundraising event for Second Harvest. And uh, at it's been a really great evening. This is their 25th anniversary. Amazing. Happy anniversary. Yeah, What wonderful work they do at Second Harvest. You know what? We just heard from Deborah Lawson, who is the executive director of Second Harvest. And she was telling us about... Um, all the work the work that they do and also the things that they need so they need they need people to know that they can donate food they need people to donate money they need people to you know volunteer their time and maybe you know volunteer as one of the hunger squad and uh, going which is a cool thing to do yep. you know like if you maybe live fairly close to an agency and you uh are available to volunteer for Second Harvest and they can call you up and say, hey, there's a place near you that has maybe 20, 30 pounds of food available. So can you cool. pick it up and drop it off? Yeah. You can do that and help them out. It's like the Uber of hunger. <laughs> yeah. It is, but less controversy. <laughs> right? No, the taxi drivers aren't mad at, uh, at the hunger squad. Um, but right now we have um, Afram who's joining us from the Cheese yeah, Boutique. Afram Pristine. My friend
7: Afram. How are you? Welcome, How are you? Thank you very much. And did
1: you have his dessert? Did you try what they were doing? I did. And it was delicious and I just had to pull him away from from all these people who are waiting. It's a busy station over there. You're pretty busy. Yeah. But you know what? Cheese is popular. Like, who doesn't love cheese? Thank God. It's I
2: don't a- want to know you if you don't like cheese.
1: So, Afram, tell us what you're serving tonight.
7: Really, really uh, straightforward. Very cheese boutique. So, uh, best ingredients on a plate is what I like to call it. Yeah. So, we got an Argentinian pear called the abate pear, which is perfect right now. Um in my opinion, the best blue cheese made in all the world uh, oh, comes, it from? From, comes from Quebec. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's called Blue Elizabeth. It's all uh, biodynamic farming, unpasteurized, super clean, wow. not really aggressive for a blue. It's fairly approachable. Yeah. Uh, so that sits on top of the pear. And then on top of that are uh, Spanish Marcona almonds. I crumbled mm-hmm. up a little bit. And on top of that is uh, something I call my secret weapon. Which so I know. Uh, it brings the Ontario to, to the plate. So it's a, a, a shaved... Um, Ontario maple syrup, which has been crystallized. So it's gorgeous. It looks re- like a
2: candle almost. It's got that golden
7: yellow. Really deep, like yeah. amber colored sir- uh, uh, syrup. But it's so it's pear, blue, almond syrup. Oh my god. It's the simplest Delicious. thing ever, but it's just works well together. It's a
1: really nice dessert. Well, yeah. it's really nice after a meal because you want a yes. little bit of cheese. You know, fruit is light. Uh, as yeah. Asians yeah. eat fruit for dessert, which was like... So do Jews. Do they? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like, growing up, I'm like, dessert is terrible. It's always an orange. <laughs> or slices of melon. But this is a nice way to tie it together and a little bit of something sweet with the grate, yeah. with the um, the maple on top, which is really nice. How long have you been involved with uh, Second Harvest? This, this is our
7: 13th year doing oh, it. Yeah. That. yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, and it's something we've done. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the city of Toronto's been very good to my family and I. So, so ho- however we can give back, uh, Second Harvest is a great. Opportunity for us to do that, and uh, and I recognize a lot of our customers here too. And Bob Bloomer is, is and I love the station Bob Bloomer, love, <laughs> like he's so <laughs> handsome. Bob Bloomer
1: is coming up on the show, also, John Cattucci is coming yes. up on the show as well tonight because we are broadcasting live until 9 p.m. Um, wow. So, from Cheese Boutique, yes, that's really like it's really grown yeah. over the years I'll tell and then you. what you've got in there has really changed
7: and on June 24th this coming June 24th we'll be 45 years old
2: wow muzzle amazing right and then so and exciting. It's,
7: uh, I, I, you know mark toit's is uh, his booth his is right beside mine and we're talking about it I, i'm proud i mean i'm proud of what my family Should has started, started here
2: started on blue street
7: yeah we were 500 square feet mm. we opened on a $2000 loan 500 <laughs> square feet wow now 45 years later we're you know, twelve thousand square feet. We have twenty-five hundred square foot on warehouse Ridley? on Ripley. Ripley, like no, believe Ripley. it or not, and uh, I believe it. Seventy employees, and 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 all these great restaurants and chefs are good clients of ours, as well as all the people here. So it's. It's life is good, you know. Life you is good. Sell the best
2: mustards in the city.
7: We do no. sell the best mustards in the city. Let's have a moment the, of
1: self-promotion. We for sell Zane the Kapensky.
7: best. Hold on, hold on, pay I'm not done. We sell the best brisket hey, in the city too. No, stop,
2: stop. No, it's too much. Keep you going, know, keep so, going. So, so
7: But, but, but for real, I I love working with people, um, very like-minded, and uh, we uh, we sell. Cheese boutique it, 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 It's a stuff. fantasy
2: world. Like yeah. anybody who loves food. You have a cheese vault.
7: We do. That
2: if you locked me into that cheese vault, yeah. you would never get me out. And honestly, like, I could live for years. The, the wonderful... Everywhere you look in that store, I there's, something hanging, I there's something hanging, there's something sampling, there's something doing... Every, it's the best of the best, and it's you an walk experience, through it, after, right? Yeah. Well, going through it, with you you have so much passion for what you yeah, do. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Know, you. And, and I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm, you do, and, well, and it comes I, to what you like. The quality you can tell me about each of the how many sixteen thousand sixteen
7: thousand products. But I, I I really genuinely from the bottom of my heart love what I do, and I think that's something my father and grandfather really kind of instilled into me was. If 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 I needed money if my brothers and I needed money when we were younger it wasn't just handed to us we we, we went and worked for it and uh, I've never had another job my my resume although mildly impressive is sad at the same time you know no, so no. so it's your resume no. is cheese there's it's, nothing yeah, that's, but happiness that's all it and no is, one works right? harder yeah. thank, you, thank honestly, you very much yeah we, we work hard when you we come on hard. my
2: show you you're at the shop before you're yeah. at the shop after you ever want to see Afram he's at his shop I don't
7: really know what else to do, you know. Uh, (laughs) I was was trained, uh, I was born and raised to do this. And I really think at the end of the day, yes, it's cheese, but I think it's giving customers an experience. And it's giving them good product, good service, and making them say wow when they leave.
1: Can I ask you, um, over the years that you've been at the Cheese Boutique and you've been working with people, and and I'm sure a lot of people come in um, probably with a certain cheese in mind, or a certain product in mind, they think, I'm going to go in there because I I hear there is a great smoked whatever right your job i would think is to kind of educate people and say you know what there's all this other stuff out there that you might want to try and that you could do this with or that with and give them ideas so over the years um you know even in the past decade how have you seen taste change Mm, good question
7: i'll tell you I, i i like the word educate because i i love talking about um what i'm excited about right so 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 that's good products not only cheese But It's just good products. But I will say, at least my customers, I'll talk about my customers, Sunday is my favorite day at the shop because Sunday I'm fully staffed. Um, I don't only have to slice, cut for my customers. I get to walk around and greet everyone and say hi. And I love looking at what people are buying. My customers are as cultured, as well-traveled as I am. And their palettes are as um, trained as mine. I love that. I love talking to people who are as crazy about food as I am. Yes, it's my business and it's my love, but for someone else not for it to be their business mm-hmm. and they take it as seriously as I do, yeah. it keeps well, people like us in business, hey, everyone you, in here in business, look right? It's your so, staff. Yeah. Your staff
2: are passionate like that. When I go into your shop and I want them to put together a cheese plate, you put your hands in a profession, the, in the, the trust in the hands of a professional, yeah. and they don't need you wrong. If they give you ideas you wouldn't have thought of. They they show you things you've you never heard of before. And your team, your st- I mean, your people, have been with
7: you for years and years. We have at at, at today, at today Sunday afternoon. Yes. The excluding family, excluding mm-hmm. family, there was over a hundred years of cheese boutique experience on the floor. Wow,
1: that's impressive. And
7: I think in Toronto, you know, with the big big stores and multi-billion-dollar chains and this and that. Yes, we're forty-five years, but we're not. And I say it humbly. We're not surviving. I think we're honestly thriving. You are. And I, think, and, and I think it's it says a lot about how Toronto wants to eat. They want great products. They want great experience. And we're very fortunate enough to have them as guests in our home, okay, frankly.
1: Uh, very quickly, what is the cheese that you think we should be trying this summer? What oh. cheese do you think not enough people know about? And, oh. and if, I will, if somebody walked in and said, I want something, I probably haven't tried. Right
2: there. Jesse Valens. I right love there. Jesse
7: Valens. He's an awesome what, guy. What we got to try? Okay. Uh, fresh Chev. Okay. Right? So, goat if, cheese. Goat yeah, cheese. Yeah, really young, fresh, like no more than 30 days old goat cheese. Mm. If you're on a patio, it's summer, it's sunny, mm. you have a glass of like Sauvignon Blanc chilled or champagne chilled, you want something kind of sour and acidic and luscious and creamy. Goat cheese. Wow. Really young, fresh goat.
3: Thank love you it. so much. You're the best. <laughs> Thank
7: you, guys. I love you both. Massive Thank you very so. much.
1: Thanks for joining us. That's Afrimustine. He's from a Cheese Boutique. Uh, Zane Kaplansky, Pay Chen here live with you until 9 p.m. tonight on News Talk 1010 from from care, Toronto man. Taste, yeah. raising money for Second Harvest. Uh, keep listening. <laughs> In tonight I'm Pei Chen uh, Zane and I are down at Chorus Key for Toronto their 25th anniversary 25 amazing. years of raising money through this event for Second Harvest we've had a lot of great guests this evening oh amazing but none as cool as this guy well, no, most of them have been. <laughs> so, John, John Cattucci, host of You Gotta Eat Here, uh, joins us right now. Oh, and, hi. oh hi! Oh
5: hi!
1: And hi, you've been babe. very busy because you've been on stage. Uh, I've been you're, everywhere. You're one of the hosts tonight. I am, yeah.
5: Me, uh, Bob Bloomer, or Roger Mooking is hosting the Chefs Challenge right now. Yes. Uh, I am two uh, gin martinis in. Excellent. Attaboy.
1: This is going to be a great segment. Great. I love you guys. I, I love, love you one,
5: more. I love one of you more. Uh, it's not It's not John. <laughs> we promised.
1: We promised.
5: And the other one is great, John. So is this, your first, is this
1: your first time at Toronto Taste? It is.
5: I'm so excited. Yeah. I, uh, I've heard about uh, Second Harvest, and I, I heard about the good things that they do. Uh, and then when I got asked to be the host, well, one of the hosts anyway, I was like, yeah, for sure, let's do it. And it, it just worked perfectly that I, I'm still on my hiatus and I could be here because I actually leave tomorrow. I fly out tomorrow oh, and we head out to, to, uh, to Ottawa. Season, we said she was, she, she, season five. Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. You gotta eat here. Season five of you I you eat Here. I was on You Got Eat Here.
1: You know what, Zane? This is not all about you. Can oh, I no. say?
2: <laughs> wait, one wait second. hold that? Can I make a statement? Zane here? has a restaurant.
1: <laughs> Zane sells mustard. Let's Zane does all these things. Hey, here and listens <laughs> to Zane. Okay,
5: hey, let's get down to serious. If, 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 if somebody was on the show before, it was you, Pei Chen. Oh, it was me. They, Pei Chen was interviewed oh, on, on. on the show when we were in Winnipeg at the tallest poppy. Oh. <laughs> and I know things. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and that was season one. Wow. That was the, that was the first, so that was it's when no PGM. one knew what the show was. Yes. <laughs> is that because right? it yeah. didn't exist yet. They were shooting anywhere? the show that was going to air that. Oh, yeah. Uh, no one knew. Is that right? Know? Yeah, because it was just, oh, this is course. a new hadn't food aired show. Yet. That's no right. one, it hadn't aired yet. No one knew what it was. When
5: we, uh, when we first started shooting the show, we didn't, uh, no one knew exactly, okay? No one knew who we were. So we were trying to get, people to talk on camera, interview people. So a <laughs> series producer at the time, Sarah Nixie, was just going around asking people. And we went <laughs> to this restaurant and she went, went to this table. that, And all the table for some reason was very quiet. And she went in to hi, could I... And everybody looked up because they were praying. <laughs>
2: and, <laughs> oh she my God.
5: and she did that twice at the same restaurant. That's so funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Excuse me. Sorry. Oh, yeah. sorry we're busy right <laughs> we're now. S- sorry.
1: But mm-hmm. see, the, the thing is, is I got to see you guys shooting that show when no one knew what it was. At that point, you guys were just like, you had your fingers crossed and you were hoping that maybe somebody, maybe they would air the show more than one episode. So at the time, you know, I was in Winnipeg and uh, uh, an acquaintance of mine who owned this tiny little diner in an area of town that was not very great um, sent out a little message to people and she said, Hey, there's some show, but no, I don't know what it is. And they're shooting here. Um... You know, could you come and just make the restaurant look full? Yeah, and you
5: did. You Coming did that. Be pretty. And you, yeah. no, you're not. You were. You were fine. And and and, Pei and I have this uh, simpatico because we were both on kids shows as well, oh, right? Wow. So then we yeah. have that true. vibe that's as true. well. You're the right? bus driver. I was the bus driver Bob on the Doodle Bops, and I wore
1: a furry purple jacket. Wow. I love it. Yeah, on and Foursquare. You,
5: and you, wrote, you, you read those poems. You do yeah, beautiful.
1: I was very good at poetry. I don't remember any of them. But uh, but you come a long way. You know,
2: how do you choose the restaurants you go to on the show?
1: Well, he doesn't. I pay yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> I, how do, how do <laughs> he doesn't? I, uh,
5: uh, don't ruin the illusion. Don't ruin the illusion. It's all me. Uh, no, we have an amazing uh, uh, research team at Lone Eagle Entertainment, and yes. they go out and they try things, and there's word of mouth and uh, blogs, and then we also have people writing in uh, to, um, to and the you show. have those people on camera occasionally. Yes, yes. I love that. So if you have any ideas for a show, tips at. You gotta eat here.CA No, tips at U Y G E H dot or go to, story story, go to the Facebook page. Go to the Facebook page, and then you can send these things there. Oh or God. tweet me. Are you really John Tucci? I gotta go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can just look up John Caducci and, and find out how you can send in your tips. Yeah, please. Um, but it's pretty exciting because at first you were just focusing on places in Canada. Then you've expanded right. to traveling right. to the states as yeah. well. Last season, and
5: season four, you went out of the country. Season, when we, uh, season three, we did these special episodes. We did a full episode, a full three restaurants in Chicago, and a full three restaurants in uh, Miami. Cool. And then for season four, uh, with, with that in our pockets, we kind of expanded to the States, which was really cool. And then on season five, we're doing uh, we're doing some more in the States as well. Yeah. It's really cool. It's very exciting.
1: And I was commenting that, so John, they've been on hiatus for a little bit because you've wrapped the last season, you're yeah. starting up tomorrow, like you said, the new season, and uh, you've been working out l- like... A you lot. Know. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
5: How aren't you a thousand pounds? I do a lot of squats. <laughs> <laughs> so many squats. Squats and lifts and then lunges and... and uh, all things that are gross, like box jumps are gross.
1: Yes, they are gross. Burpees,
5: mm, burpees, burpees make you can want go to screw themselves. <laughs> what
1: they can do. You know what? Burf, burpees are, are not properly named. They should be called barfies. Yeah, yeah. because not, they make not... you feel so sick. But uh, I have an amazing trainer, uh,
5: uh, Stefan at uh, SXS uh, Fitness in Toronto, and S-E-X? His, SXS. Sorry, S-S, come what? on, come on. Uh, I have to tell you, from go. a from a restaurant
2: perspective, you make it super easy. There's no like, and action. John just starts talking to you, and then all of a sudden you realize you're doing it, and you're in the middle of it, and it, it's so natural because that's the way you, you run the show. And from my perspective, it couldn't have been. It was so easy to be myself because it was just like Zane and John talking in the Yeah, we're the just kitchen. chatting.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and I think that's the that's the joy of the show is that it just it, it just becomes people chatting and stuff like that. It's not a,
2: okay. What's next? Then how's that? That's right. Yeah. There's no take two, take three. Can you do that again? Can you do that again? Yeah. The whole crew was they were like friends after three days you feel like you know these guys Here, you Jim want to even like Jim Morrison the third like, like, the fourth the fourth, the fourth. The fourth, the fourth, the fourth. Keep, keeps coming Sin, keeps coming in the, the restaurant won't, won't leave me
5: alone he yeah. likes that beef the beef bacon the that's beef right. bacon he keeps, right. keeps talking about the beef bacon man that's true
1: so John then uh, going into season five what would what would you be fine with not having to eat again <laughs> 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 Because does everyone ask you what's your favorite? But I'm like, at this point, you've eaten a lot of, you've had Let's just a, say I would,
5: I would like, I would like more salads. Let's just you say that. <laughs> and not deep fried salads. I eat, just want a salad.
1: You gotta <laughs> eat. You gotta deep eat here. Salad. Hold on. I got Wait an idea. a second. Hold on. The Hold on, are on a second. Yeah, you gotta eat here for this crispy romaine. <laughs> That'll do well.
5: <laughs> Salads don't sell. On TV. Sorry,
1: what is that email address to send in tips again? I was <laughs> oh, somebody's there's
5: a tip for oh, you. Oh man, I wish I can remember. It's the three gins I've had, guys. <laughs> it's bounced up to three. Victoria Gin's very yummy. Have you had the Victoria Gin? No, I have They're not from yet. Victoria They make gin.
1: I've been trying to. I've told Zane not to drink before uh, before the show, I but did, I, I, I didn't, didn't even just help. I didn't even help. I, I got a
5: nice bottle, a nice glass of beer beside him. I didn't
1: I, pass that I'm on touched. to the guest. Like, so my guest right now is John Cattucci, host of You Got to Eat Here. He is here at. Uh, Toronto Taste, raising money for Second Harvest by being one of the hosts for the evening. Uh, I'm Paige Chen, co-hosting with Zane Kaplanski from the event. SecondHarvest.ca is where you can go if you want to find out more information. Bob Bloomer is also going to join us on the show uh, shortly. He might even just pop on and, you know, why not just crash this whole segment? Come on. Absolutely.
5: Uh, It's Bob Bloomer. Uh, So when Bob Bloomer wants to come by and sit on my lap (laughs) and
2: Usually, usually, people have to pay that for, for that, don't they? You can don't text adjust? us too.
1: At it's going to be an auction
8: lot for next year.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, the two of you, so right now, we've got Bob Bloomer, John, C- John Catucci. You're both uh, hosting the stage. Was one of you doing the auction? Is that what's happening?
5: We were kind of both did it. Bob was in the VIP area. Oh, the VIP, VIP area, area. And he, and he was uh, shaming people to give more money. And he did a good job. He did a good job. Jews are good at guilt. guilt <laughs> Catholics as well. It is. Oh, if anybody knows guilt, it's That's Catholics. right. Catholics. Hold on a second. <laughs> Am I going to out-guilt you right now?
1: No, there was a silent auction... Uh prize, which was a trip to L.A. to visit Bob. <laughs> yeah. Has yeah. that happened already? Has someone bid on that?
8: That wasn't a silent auction. That was a live auction. Oh, it was bid. a live auction. Okay. And we split it at, uh, we, we, the bidding got up to $9,500. Wow. wow. And we split it between two people. We got two people, so we, we actually did two separate lots at the last second. So he raised
2: $19,000. That's and, amazing. Well done. Yes, exactly. Well, oh, so God. they come
8: to my house, and I uh, take them to the farmer's market. We're going to make, uh, pick out all their favorite ingredients, come back Whoa. to my house. Under the D of the Hollywood sign. How cool is that? That's under the Hollywood sign. That's where he lives. Under that's
5: the where,
1: Hollywood I mean, sign? Under the D. That, that tent? <laughs> so then my, my question is, uh, if Bob was kind enough to... Uh, do this for an auction prize John Cattucci yeah. when are you going to be an auction prize where you
5: cook people dinner next year come to your house and we order in <laughs> That's the auction prize. we get a
1: pizza we watch a movie we have salad so we have a nice
5: salad Oh, I got some nice, I got some nice iceberg lettuce for you.
1: It's gonna be delicious. It's gonna be gorgeous. But that won't go for quite as much money. I don't think so. So then, this is your first year um, being part of the event. Yeah, and it's,
5: it's been so much. It's so great. Bob's been ta- Bob. When I got here, Bob kind of showed me around, and he's like, "Okay, we're going here, we're going here, we're going here." What was his advice? He, he, he the advice he didn't
8: give me was oh, pace yourself. Pace yourself is the key. The well, amateurs still up on bread. No, no. Here's the thing, though. It's a this is the the dueling problem, the duality of in the beginning, uh, at the very top of the show when the VIPs come in, there are no lineups anywhere. So on the one hand, you want to pace yourself. On the other hand, you know that there's no lines, you don't want to miss anything, right. and so you just Ouch. power through it. But dude, you're a professional leader. That's true. That's he, the thing. Yeah, yeah. he didn't. If truth be known, he didn't really pause at all.
2: <laughs> I didn't know. Don't he, blame me, Bob. Come on, you're making motored, He's got He that motored, he breathing brew.
8: rhythm
5: right down. Pat. You know what? It's because I have to get into eating uh, eating mode tomorrow. I start that right, and I yes. haven't been doing that. So this was my uh, training. My training <laughs> stretching your stomach. Yes, exactly.
8: Good I'm getting job. ready for
1: it. Do you have a favorite from tonight? Was there something that stood out for you that you thought you got to eat oh, here at this table? It was the trout that we
8: had? Um... Yeah, uh, at uh, Buka they had a, a yes. trout sushi, uh, not a sashimi, but a crudo, was like the, Italian was sushi. Yeah. yeah, it was, um, and it was actually uh, uh, Arctic char. Beautiful. If we're talking about the same dish. No, we're actually no. talking about another dish. that was a little trout roll. There was that. That was stunning as I think Buka well. didn't
5: Bucca. Uh, no, and then we had the uh, the meatball uh, from uh, Rocco, yeah. Little, listen, everybody Pizza brings right out
8: their top game, game here. A, a game. A, a plus game.
5: Yeah. And it's super
2: impressive. It's, it's hard to, to, to pick one. You know, yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's In fact, a tour de force.
5: Is there another cliche I can use? That I do It's just of... pause. It just went to dead. Oh. There's Zane all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> dead air. There, I know we're a bit loud in some yeah. of the... Uh, well, thanks for joining us. So, John, you have to go back. You have to do a bit more silent auction-y type of things. Uh, we're gonna. Yeah,
8: John's going to mime the silent auction. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Live auction.
2: I
8: keep
5: confusing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's, it's a pantomime. It's a, hey, it's John, charades. I can
8: do this comedy stuff.
1: It's a charade. You're very good at it. It's
5: charades. Um, uh, yeah, like and then there's a raffle them. that's happening. So after oh. the uh, the Chef's Challenge, I, I I start pulling names out of a hat and people win well,
1: prizes. You're skilled at that. You're
8: a good person. Yeah, thank you, Pei. <laughs> Years um, of training. Yeah. Years of training.
1: You know, this is these are the other things TV people can do. Uh, congratulations <laughs> on your new season. <laughs> and and it's always that. nice to have you yes. here. John Katucci, Bob John Cattucci. Bloomer, Cattucci. of course, is going to stick around. We're going to chat with him in a little bit. I'm Paige well, Chen with Zane Blansky We're it. broadcasting live from Korski for Toronto T. Uh, secondharvest.ca is the website you can go to if you want to find out more information about how you can help out and donate your time, money, or food. And you got to eat here, and you got to eat here, Definitely and you can do here. that That's next it. year yeah. as and pace well. Yourself.
5: Pace yourself.
1: Pace yourself. And if you're going to bring John a gift, bring him salad. <laughs> Don't make friends with we'll salad. We'll check on the roads right start now. Welcome back to the show. I'm Paige chen and uh, we are down at Chorus Keys. Zayd and I have been here since 7 p.m. Well, you got
2: here earlier. I was when yes. I arrived. You were already here at the desk. You were you were stacked out with uh, plates
1: upon plates. Yes, that's correct. Do you have a strategy when you come to a event like this? Um, well, because I was. Alone, which sounds sad. Um, Not when I'm around. <laughs> uh, I wanted to get a couple of plates and have them at once instead of eating one bite, right. waiting to get another bite, that sort of thing. And also I have to make it Instagram-worthy, uh-huh. so it's easier to have a few plates at once. Um, but we've been broadcasting live since 7 p.m., and I uh, just want to let people know, too, that I will put the podcast up on my website, so paychen.com, where you can catch the podcast. You can hear our conversations with... Um, John Gattucci, Roger Mooking, and we had Dufflet. Dufflet yeah, Dufflet one of the Dufflet original twenty five. And um now we've got Bob Bloomer who joined only. us a little bit early. No, Bob Bloomer who is
2: on <laughs> Legend's own lunchtime.
1: So, Bob, a cookbook author, also right. Food Network host. And, uh, Bob, you've been involved with Toronto Taste for a couple of years now. Uh,
8: seven, but who's counting? Seven years.
1: Not me. And no, my that, goal,
8: you know what my goal is? You know when you see those uh, Second Harvest trucks driving around yes. the city? You know what those trucks are doing is they're rescuing food uh, yes. that was otherwise going to be uh, mostly disposed of. and But really good food, and they deliver it to people or agencies that can repurpose it, people in need. It's such a great organization, and it's it's basically a trucking and logistics company because they that's get the right. food for free. Within 24 to 36 hours, they deliver it, and they deliver in those trucks. And my goal over the course of my lifetime is to raise enough money uh, for uh, one of those trucks. I'd like to look at one of those trucks and say I paid for that truck. It's About really? 120 well, grand tonight, I raised nineteen thousand dollars, and that, so that's got to come close. Uh, last last year, I donated ten thousand dollars from something I did, and uh, that's I've a been... truck. Auctioning off uh, auction lots. Now tell us what you way.
2: auctioned tonight. You, you said a little bit earlier, but but you auctioned off somebody to come to L.A.
8: So someone gets a, a tickets tickets for two. Airline tickets for two, hotel for two for a weekend, and then on the Sunday morning I take them to my my fabulous farmer's market. We go through the whole market. I know all the vendors. I've been shopping there for 26 years. Which part of LA? Uh, I live under the D of the Hollywood sign. and I I like that. The farmer's market (laughs) is, um, it sounds funny, it's called the Hollywood farmer's market. Sounds, you know, but it's all the, the only people who can sell there, the only vendors who are allowed are vendors who uh, actually work the farms themselves and they drive in from the surrounding. You know, I mean, Los Angeles is in the the midst of the farm belt, and uh, so they're amazing vendors. They know so much about their product and stuff. So I'm going to bring these winners to uh, the farmers market. They can pick all their favorite things, and then we're gonna. I'm going to go back to my house, prepare their dinner, super multi-course. I mean, I've become a big. Wine? Can I say wine slut on the air? Sure, sure, wine Absolutely. slut, Gotta and call, uh, call it like it is. So, <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll purge my uh, we'll we'll raid my wine cellar and pair everything up with some delicious. And
2: stuff. so the, the bidding got high, and then you split
8: it. We got to nine thousand five hundred dollars. It was slowing down, and I thought, well, there's two people who are willing to pay about nine thousand five hundred dollars for this experience. Mm-hmm. Why leave the second nine thousand five hundred on the table? So, so we smart. split it. So I'm doing it twice, okay. and it'll be a pleasure each time.
1: So, Bob, you've donated this sort of auction prize before. So this is something that you've done where you, have, you host people in your home, you cook them dinner, you entertain them. This won't be the first time.
8: No, it won't be. Sometimes I do parties at, at people's houses as a lot. Or a, mm-hmm. I wrote a grilled pizza book a few years ago, so I did a grilled pizza party. But I love to invite people to Los Angeles and show off my side of L.A., and then I also love to be their culinary concierge for the weekend. So oh, what I've cool been there name. for so long that I, uh, I I know all the little the great dives in L.A. You know, there's so much amazing ethnic food in Los Angeles. You might have even talked to a guy named Jonathan Gold, who's the, the god of L.A. food writers, only food writer to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. Wow. His beat is called Counterintelligence, and huh. he writes about all the little restaurants in what we refer to as strip malls. Yep. Uh, and um, there are these tiny little mostly ethnic restaurants Um, People come from all over the world. They can't afford a fancy restaurant, but they're amazing chefs. They open up these little places. Not the environment. It's not not about the environment. It's not about the
1: decor. It's not about the decor at all.
8: Um, But the most amazing food for a song. I mean, it's really, you walk out of there, you've hardly spent anything. And uh, Korean, uh, uh, obviously Mexican, great Mexican, fantastic Thai. Uh, It's just unbelievable. And unless
2: somebody tells you where to go and where to have no, 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 because you you don't don't know know.
8: There are a million strip yes. mall restaurants, and they're not all... They're
1: not all great. They're all
8: good, but they're not all great, and, and they're not. They're definitely not all transcending. But the ones that are transcending are unbelievable. Yeah. And it's such a great experience. And all my chef friends, like, anytime we go out together, that's where we go. We always go to those places.
1: Do you have a place like that um, in the GTA? Are there places like that that you, you call your sort of favorites or your, uh, you know...
8: You know, it's... it's um, it's just not the same. It's just, it's kind of unique to Los Angeles. I mean, the amazing restaurants here. You know, I had my favorite years ago was Mimi's Restaurant, yeah. which was way off the beaten path. And that was like... Elaine a,
2: Gold, who works for me, was Mimi's best friend and comedy right, partner. That's right, that's right.
8: You gave her the salt and pepper shaker. I did. That was so sweet of you. One of Mimi's many from her yes. collection. But that was, that place was uh, an amazing place. And in fact, I was, um, uh, I was in Los Angeles and I ran into one of the guys from Blue Rodeo. And... Uh, And, you know, they had chili named after them. They did? Blue Rodeo Chili. Oh. And I was always jealous (laughs) because Mimi Mimi had Blue Rodeo Chili on the menu. And I used to order this omelet that she'd make for me. And... And I was all, I always, like, I, I, you can't say, Mimi, will you name the damn omelette after me? I, I'm the only person who gets it here. And if you put it on the menu, is the Surreal Gourmet Omelette. Maybe you'll sell but you can't say that. <laughs> you, so you drop just hits. Will it Yeah, you drive hits uh, all the time. And no, but I, it never happened.
2: <laughs> I have I really the Getty wish. on my menu. Getty Leo would always order the same uh, egg dish. Uh-huh. And he let what me name it? it after him. It's, uh, it's salami and eggs with smoked salmon. It's when his father made it when he was a little boy.
1: And so he requested that combination?
2: Yes. And he said on the menu, I should say, uh, closer to the heart attack. <laughs> and I said, I would not put heart attack. And I said, closer to the heart. That's it. He left out a keyword. <laughs> well, it's also the name of the song. So That's very nice of you. No, it's Kenny Lee. you kidding? I mean, I would put Bob Bloomer on my menu. Well, came in a little bit more, maybe. <laughs>
1: well, Bob, what dish would you like to have named after you? Yes. Well, I would do a... Um
8: I do. A lot, we have chickens in Los Angeles, and I do lots of things. We with, have chickens here. No, no, we have <laughs> in, we have chickens at our house. That's really. Cool. I don't yeah. have that yeah. here.
1: Really, oh, <laughs> for
8: eggs! Wow, yeah. farmer Bob. That's
1: great. That's and, really cool.
8: Uh, and uh, so I do a lot of egg mashups, and I would do a kind of egg mashup thing, uh, maybe with some smoked salmon that wasn't cooked with the egg, so it stayed. You That's
2: I always the end. And uh, the end.
8: Uh, and then I'd put it in a. Do you bring in any of the Montreal bagels? Saint Peter Bagel, so I put it between ten, yeah. toasted Saint Peter. Bagel. It's actually new bagel, just out in Kensington I've Market. I've been there. It's lovely. Does a very nice. It's bunch lovely. Of stuff. It's um, you know what? It's a fantastic bagel. On a scale of one to ten, it's a ten in terms of its taste. Yeah. It's it's a little bit uh, meatier. It's a bigger bagel. It's a there's a little a little denser than a, the Montreal bagel. I did a, an episode of Glutton for Punishment, and I trained to be a bagel roller at the <gasps> Saint Peter Bagel Bakery. You did I'm yes. so jealous this? A place that this. we used Classic. to go to when I was a, a kid. Yes, and. Um, so uh, I, and even before that, I was, uh, you know, fanatic of their bagels. So uh, I love new bagels. It's just a little bit apples and oranges. Not as apples and oranges as a as a Montreal bagel or a New York bagel, but, you know. Well, but the, the idea of place, you know, you, to get a Montreal bagel in
2: Toronto, it has, it to, has to travel. Yes. And then, and then Montreal bagels are only good two ways, hot out of the oven or You're toasted and freeze. That's right. We can we can we can <laughs> do it. No, I'll work with you on my. In a second, I would.
8: I'll work with you on the Bob, on the Bob Bloomer uh, bagel, hundred percent the Bob Bloomer bagel breakfast.
2: <laughs> I still I still want to put your your surreal gourmet uh, Airstream toaster toast to, into, into service. Yeah, where well, is that now?
8: It's um, it's in, in L. A. Oh, is near, it near my house? Yep. I'd love to do something at LA, oh, sorry, at LA, uh, at YYZ. That's my dream. Yes. Well, I can hook that up, yeah. Well, yeah. you've got the connection right. right now. Well, Roger right? Mooking is the
2: man at YYZ. He brought me in there, so, uh. We so actually could, had a conversation about that, and I would like to pursue that with you for sure.
1: You could, so for then sure. we could all just go to the airport. As long as we book a flight somewhere, we can all go and eat your food.
2: Wouldn't that be nice?
1: when yes and then you would you know purposely go their hours like they ask you to be there three hours early and then you sit at the gate for two hours but then there will be a reason to be there extra early
8: oh I'd be the one calling in calling the fake you <laughs> can't say that on the air no I knew what you were about to say
1: you were about to make up a reason to ground the plane and I knew exactly where you were going with that um, so Bob Loomer is our guest right now he of course has been a part of Toronto Taste and uh, Second Harvest for seven years now but amazing and you were saying you were hoping to raise enough money through the, uh, the auctions and the. All the different things, things that I've donated. Yeah. To buy a truck. I didn't realize that one of the trucks for Second Harvest, and I, I believe Deborah said they have eight of them. Um, you said it's about 120,000?
8: Something in that neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, they're not special trucks, but trucks. They're refrigerated cost trucks, so that's,
1: yeah. you know, I'm sure going to up mm-hmm. the cost a little bit. Um, and those trucks, of course, go all across the city picking they, up they food. They
8: collect food, and within 24 to 36 hours, They've redistributed it either to people who just take the food home at food banks or often to many of the agencies where, just for example, I, I used to stand at a place on Cowan Avenue right across the street from the Parkdale Community Center, and, uh, and I would see the truck pull up, and I would see the chefs come, and the chefs had no idea what was coming off that truck every wow. morning, and they'd see this food come out, and they'd have to go. It's like a black box competition. So it's like the ultimate black box. That's what right. am I going to make for, wow. for the people who are coming to the community center? And and depend on us. And every day they make different things. But it was really nice to see. Like, I actually, that wasn't because they knew I was there across the street in an apartment (laughs) looking out the window. It just was something that was happening, and I was privy to it, and it made me feel really good to support Second Harvest.
1: That's great. If people want to support Second Harvest on their own, they can do that through their website, secondharvest.ca. Thanks so much, Bob always time. a pleasure it's always nice days. to have Great you to on you, the show yeah. that's bob bloomer uh zane Planski and i are broadcasting live from toronto taste we are here until 9 p.m coming up 15 more after- minutes that's right it's almost over coming up after the break we will talk to the winner of the uh, black box chef challenge which is happening right now there's three people competing we'll find out uh, what the winning Amazing. dish is and who the winning chef is as well Us tonight. Uh, just a reminder that if you want to catch the podcast of the show, we did have some great guests throughout the two-hour show. It was sort of a special extended version tonight. I will have that podcast up on my website tomorrow, paychen.com. You can listen to our conversations with uh, some of the city's finest, I, I'd call them that. Uh, Bob Bloomer, of course, from the Food Network, Roger Mooking, John Dufflet, Rosenberg. And uh, we are just wrapping up the show here. Tonight's been a great success. There's been a lot of people through.
2: It's, it, it's been a who's who. It's a, the, the seller Toronto Food Community. And this is the most exciting time I've ever seen to be in the Toronto community, food community and to see all of these people. It's a social event. It's a fundraising event. It's a great eating event. Here on the lake, it's it's uh, it's perfect. It's a home run.
6: And we've
1: been mentioning that this is the 25th anniversary of Toronto Taste, and uh, so that's. 25 years that people have been buying food. yeah 25 years that people have been coming to this event with uh, over 50 of the city's top chefs and restaurants represented and uh what was amazing when we talked to the executive director of second harvest uh was to know that for every dollar they raise they're able to rescue and deliver two meals amazing every impressive. dollar
2: and, 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 uh, million, how many millions of meals they say that they'd served? And, and, the numbers are staggering. But what a great service, you know, for restaurants, for caterers, for grocery stores who have plenty, who have too much. They repurpose it, they give it to people who need it. And this is a place where people can come and eat their face off. I mean, the, the, the quality of the food pay that we're having here tonight. Yeah. For such a good cause. It's a win-win-win-win-win. I, I I'm so proud to be part of this tonight. You know, it, it's so much fun to talk to you too.
1: Well, it was nice because last year was my first year here. I did the show uh, on my own, and uh, it's been nice to have you here, sort of co-hosting with me and being able to, you know, kind of experience the evening together. Because it's just, um, it really is great energy, and I think that people come down here because they know that this is like one of the best food events in the city. Oh, it's, it's
2: the best food event in the city, and it's almost overwhelming. You know there's so many awesome people. The food is incredible. The sights, the smells, the taste, the wine, the beer. I mean, you really you have to pick your spots because if you try and have everything, you're going to you're going to bust the gut.
1: Well, you could try to have everything. Uh, I don't know. Well, you could.
2: You have to with the training. I don't know how a guy like John Catucci does it.
1: Well, he's, when he's not shooting, he works out really yeah, hard with a right trainer.
2: Saying. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know what the trick is otherwise. Oh, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I know from my experience, like I was a, a judge on Donut Showdown. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're eating nine donuts a day. Every every time I would do the show, tough. I, it is tough. I mean, my 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 tailor loves me because they have to take in and take out, take in and take out my pants.
1: In your closet, do you have like? I've got my fat
2: clothes and my not so fat. I was just going to say, do you have That's like four, five different sizes? I do. I have a graduated wardrobe. I do. And now I swear, I, I, I've just lost about forty pounds. Well, congratulations! I thank you. I have Twenty more to go. And I mean, if, if, at least Wally, he's bringing over her cookies. Sullivan and Bleeker, she's gonna kill me, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I really want to get rid of the fat, fat clothes and just yes. have the medium fat clothes. Nobody wants me skinny. Nobody wants to buy deli from a guy that looks like you. Well, you know, I, wouldn't, it's, it's I just,
1: wouldn't trust you? No, exactly.
2: <laughs> you, know, you have to have some of this, you know, midrift credibility down here. And uh, uh, but I don't, but I don't want to go back to where I was. Okay. You know, I want, I want to live for a long time. I want to be healthy. I want to, I want to be able to see my shoes and and not. Uh, Not have to wonder what my feet look like anymore. Well,
1: it's tough though when you, when your job, people think it's the dreamiest job ever. You you know, you tell them, I judge a donut show. Oh my god, it's the best job I ever had. (gasps) That's like, oh my god, you judge a donut show. And
2: and if you ever hear me complain about it, slap me. Because honestly, the most fun I ever had. David Rocco, incredible guy, Darren Jones, you know, you get to hang out with these guys, Maggie McEwen, Duff Goldman. I mean, it's so much fun. And, uh, but events like this you know, reminds you that uh, that there are all kinds of people who are less fortunate. There are all kinds of people who need our help. And that uh, if we can come together as a community and raise money, raise awareness, pull together, uh, it really brings joy to our hearts and to the people who need us as well. And hopefully, you know, as, in the food truck world, one of the nice things that we've done is that uh, so many of our food truck owners have opened restaurants. Yeah, so it's a great. Way, yeah, it's a way to get people... Uh, And and a way to, not an easy way, but a way to start a business and then they they move forward. And maybe similarly with this program, what Second Cup is doing by feeding people, by giving people full stomachs, that they can pay attention, do better in school, be able to, um, to enrich themselves. Because I think when you're hungry... It clouds every other part of your life.
1: Well, you know, a lot of the people that Second Harvest feeds through the agencies and organizations that they work with are children. That's so, right. Um, Deborah Lawson, the executive director of Second Harvest, was telling us uh, in the earlier hour that uh, on one visit that they went to the Boys and Girls Club and they fed kids their first meal shocking. of the day yes. at 4 o'clock p.m. A shocking
2: thing to say, isn't it? First meal at 4 p.m. Yeah. And uh, for some,
1: I mean, what would happened if they hadn't shown up? Well then, exactly, the kids wouldn't have eaten. And these are kids. In, these are kids in Toronto. Kids. These are kids in the GTA. That's you know, right. these are kids that could be friends with your kids. That's right. You know, it just and, doesn't
2: happen in another country.
1: And sometimes you you don't you know you're you're not aware perhaps because people get cut off and you know in their own lives. So I think it's really uh, it's important for people to know that there are ways that they can make a difference. There are ways that they can donate, even if it's not financially. There are other ways to help out.
2: That's right. It's secondharvest.ca is the website. Our listeners can go to that website. They can sign up as a volunteer. They can give funds. They can come here next year and be part of this. Yeah. What a fun place to be.
1: You know, and, well, Zane, you um, as a restaurant owner, you know firsthand the kind of waste that there is uh, well, in a restaurant. It's not always, it but it's not, you know, you don't you don't wish for it, right? But it just, it happens. Well, it's absolutely right. And, and uh, you know, especially with catering
2: where you, yeah. you plan for an event and then it rains or let's say the, the customer cancels. And you can't reserve that food. So you call Second Harvest, and I love the fact you would know, ever told us about their their uh, the program of getting smaller quantities, mm-hmm. the Hunger Squad. Yes, yeah. Of getting uh, food from sw- smaller quantities, because often that's our problem. Right, you we, don't have you don't enough have food the for quantities. a truck, That's right. right. Yeah. We call up and say we've got so and so, and they well, it's not enough for us. And you say, well, it's not enough. What do you want me to do? And um, and now they have it the hunger squad
1: so it's great because um you know they only have eight trucks they go all over the gta the trucks cost money yes, uh, you know in terms of driving and and to run on the road so if the food uh, that's being donated isn't of a certain volume that's then right. it's counterproductive for them to send the truck but that's where people can volunteer and, you, and you, pick up the smaller quantities for them and drop them off on their behalf you know
2: what i love as well pay you know seeing a guy like mark McEwen, seeing a guy like rob gentile bob bloomer john cattucci these are at Dufflet Rosenberg. I saw I saw uh, Lucy Waverman. I saw I saw um, uh, John Higgins. I saw the, the, the real superstars of the Toronto food community here tonight. They're not getting paid. These are people who are here volunteering their time, supporting a great event, and, and being out in support of Second Harvest. And to see, I know that all of these people on a Sunday night mm-hmm. could be somewhere else, could be home with their families, could be having their feet up because they all work so hard. But they're here supporting Second Harvest and secondharvest.ca. And it and, uh, and you know, really shows the kind of heart that the Toronto food community has to, uh, to come out and support each other.
1: And I, and I think it shows the kind of um, work that Second Harvest has proven That's they so. can do. That's so. right. They're successful. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And, and you know, it, it's such a win-win. I have extra food. You need extra food. And as Bob said, it's a logistics company. They get excess food from here to there, and it, it, it makes a difference in people's lives.
1: So again, the website is uh, secondharvest.ca if you want to find out more. We've had a great time broadcasting tonight. So much tonight. fun. Um, Zane, what a pleasure <laughs> to be with you. Thank you for, for being here. You know, here with me. Zane, Thanks you're welcome. No, yes, <laughs> yeah, good. Happy back. Been, I'd love to be on your fun show. Fun having because we like your daytime, I'm evening. Yes. You know, it's kind of uh, like opposite schedules in a way. But uh, we talk to we a lot of the same people.
2: Portia Corman. We have a friend in common. We do have. a I try and and give a shout out to. Name drop. She gives five dollars every time I say her name on the radio. That's she doesn't give me
1: any money, Ah, which is unfortunate. You're not a good negotiator. Maybe that's Mm, it. You know what? It's true. I'm not really. So you know, the (laughs) night is wrapping up tonight. So we've been here uh, broadcasting live from Key, which is for uh, Taste. Well, you can stay, but okay. at that point, you're just fighting the seagulls for whatever's left, <laughs> like the little crumbs of food, I suppose. But, um, you know, I think it's also good for people who aren't familiar with the event to maybe plan uh, for this next year yes. as, a, as a nice gift, a special occasion thing. Because, you know, I, I've been saying that it's um, it's about the same as going out for a really nice dinner, perhaps. So you, you can this. You want to impress a girl, you
2: bring her here. You want to impress a yeah. client, you bring them here. This is this is a place to be. This is a place to be seen. If you want to celebrate. Celebrate here. We
1: are celebrating. Celebrate yes. We're celebrating. We're celebrating We're celebrating <laughs> the fact that we have not had a drink all night. Huh? How about that? <laughs> that's an accomplishment. That it, it, it is. But that was uh, purpose like purposely. We didn't. Uh, we no. didn't Do that.
2: I would be even dumber on the air if I would have been drinking. <laughs>
1: I know. That like I don't even yeah, know. You can imagine. To say about that. You can imagine if that's even possible. It's it's totally possible.
2: I think I should stick to daytime. I should stick to the morning. Somehow it just working for
1: totally fun um, so I guess your show next time will be Saturday People Saturday 11am and,
2: yeah. uh, and what we're talking about next week I'm not exactly sure yet we, we kind of plan it um, uh, at Monday at 10am that's <laughs> right <laughs> no we, well, we did chicken yesterday had David Adji and Corey Vitaro yeah. on and, and talking chicken and, and uh, uh,
3: who doesn't love chicken who doesn't love chicken
2: and they do chicken right <laughs> I learned something very important chickens don't actually have fingers who knew Chickens don't have fingers. I didn't <laughs> know that. Chickens.
1: They're also from chicken, chicken balls. Beans, they're right. also horned chicken balls. I'll tell Whoa, you that wait, as parents who've had on. Chinese restaurants. <laughs> well, um, I'm actually. a Chinese restaurant? Yeah. They have a little stall there. Still? I wrote a story about them for uh, Vice for Munchies. No, in Halifax. 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 They're still, Halifax. still selling food out there. They're still wow. out there. Yeah. Their there a specialty? Um, you know, now they're getting into the like people are becoming aware of bao and steam buns no. and uh, and different kinds of noodles. So you know, people's tastes evolve; they change, where they travel a bit more. They get a, they're willing to try things. My, my dad makes tofu. I've talked about it on air a couple of times. He's been making tofu for almost 40 years, so he still does that out in Halifax. Um, but I am actually not going to be here next weekend. I'm heading off to Scotland Whoa, on Tuesday. Oh,
2: that's amazing!
1: Yeah, I'm going to go visit a tea plantation. Hey, fantastic! So I uh, Someone's just dropping off some drinks tea, here. Thank you very much. Or no?
2: Tea, tea, no, I'm oh, actually going to a martini's. tea
1: plantation in Scotland. Love and I'll, him. of course, uh, be tweeting about my experience. So at Pay Chen, you can follow me you there on Instagram as well. I think someone else, you know what? I don't know how that would go. I may Shame never no get... self-promotion right It's true. Then. You might do so well, that they'll never ask me back. Never. Um, Zane, thank you so much. For being my co-host tonight, Zane Koplanski, I'm Pay Chen. Uh, here usually from eight hey, to nine p.m. Right there, on friends. Sunday There's evening, my and uh, Zana Koplanski, of course, from at uh, eleven a.m. on Saturdays. Thank you so much. It's been a great time. Oh. And a website secondharvest.ca if you want to find out more, if you want to plan to come to Toronto Taste next year. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. You can catch the podcast on PayChen.com. Have a great night.